You are listening to Wealthy Muslim Woman Podcast, episode number 44 with Saima Ali, MD. Hello, 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 everyone. I hope everybody is doing wonderful, wonderful. In June, I was supposed to attend this conference in upstate New York. I was going to go without my kids and without my husband and enjoy this almost a solo vacation for the weekend. It was supposed to start on Friday and and Monday morning with Byron Katie. And I was super excited for this. I started planning this back in January. And of course, I didn't know how the situation was going to turn out. And now I believe it has been canceled as all gatherings um, have been canceled. And uh, even though things were looking good, I think it may get bad again, especially when things start opening up, especially if we open up too early. So that is likely, most likely not happening at all. However, I wanted to speak to you about some of her work that really got me excited. So Byron Katie is a modern day guru. A lot of people follow her. And she her story is that she basically woke up one day from a Great Depression. And she woke up with a different way of thinking that basically changed her life and uh, everybody else's through her teaching. And she has some of the really most amazing concepts that she teaches. And one of the ones that I love the most is where she said, Could it be that all along we have lived the life we should have lived and that everything we've done has been what we should have done? So could it be that all along we have lived the life we should have lived and that everything we've done has been what we should have done? A lot of time we end up living in regret, thinking about our past, arguing with our reality that that was there and thinking how things should have been. I should have been raised differently. My parents they should have given me more love. I should have been taught a lot of these uh, life skills like how to manage money and how to manage finances in school or through family. I should not have been abused. I should not have suffered this way or that way. And the point that she makes is that that gets us no result other than keeping us stuck in the past. So we keep thinking this should not have been this way and that's where we stay. But what if we accept that everything happened as it was supposed to happen? And it's not even about forgiving your past for the mistakes that you may have made, but just accepting it as as something that was really there. And this really connects with the Islamic concept of Qadr. Divine destiny is, we believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote down on a tablet, all that has happened and all that will happen. 
and that all has been written down. Now, a person's actions are not caused by what is written, but rather the action is written because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already knows all that has occurred without the restriction of time. So we as human, we are bound by time and space. And we are not able to see our future and we can just reflect on our past. But Allah's knowledge is unlimited. Our knowledge is limited and anything in the future is possible. Now, based on the Islamic concept, people are not destined to enter to enter hell or heaven. People only bear their own sins and only their own actions take them in on one path or the other. And however, Allah created time and space and he knows what has already happened and he is not limited by time and space. One of the examples that I saw how this was explained is like if you are watching a movie for the second time then you already know what will happen in that movie however if you are watching it for the first time then you don't know what the results will be you don't know what the actions the characters will take and this is what we are limited by in our own lifetime but god has pretty much seen the whole movie of our life and of the universe and how everything is and will be so he is not bounded by time or space and he has this knowledge of how we will behave and how we will react but he does not impose on our will so we still have a free will and we still get to decide how we choose to do certain things or what actions we will take and i saw a hadith that explained this well let me find it so I can read it to you. So the hadith said, it's regarding Qadr, that Ali narrated that one day the messenger of Allah was sitting with a wooden stick in his hand with which he was scratching the ground. He raised his head and said, there's none of you but has his place assigned either in the fire or in paradise. They, the companions, inquired, O oh, Allah's messenger, why should we carry on doing good deeds? Shall we depend upon Qadr and give up work? And Muhammad said, No, carry on doing good, good deeds, for everyone will find it easy to do such deeds that will lead him towards that for which he has been created. Then he recited the verse, As for him who gives in charity and keeps his duties to Allah, and fears him and believes in al-husna we will make smooth for him the path of ease or goodness from surah al-layla so this beautiful hadith and examples from the quran and the belief of qadr really explain that our life has been written and we don't know the ultimate result or the action so we our intentions should always be that we need to do the right thing but at the same time use this to our advantage to not 
cause suffering for ourselves by thinking negative thoughts. So by arguing with what was. So the past that has already happened, that's how it was supposed to happen. And if you go back and forth, well, it shouldn't have happened this way. It's not serving you. It's not giving you any positive result in your life. And this was one of the teachings that I love from Byron Katie. And I was really excited to actually meet her in person this year in June. But that probably won't be happening. And uh, I'll mention a couple of other things that I really enjoyed. So another thing is when there is a thought, when there's no thought, there's no problem. So we cause all the problems that that there are by the thought that we're having about it. So even if, let's say, your child fails in class and uh, you can say, well, you know, it only matters like one, you'll know that they failed. If you don't know that they failed, then there's no really, there's no problem. And then second, if you think failing is a problem, like if you think getting a bad grade is a problem for the future, uh, for the long run, and they won't succeed and they won't have a good life, you are having all those thoughts and that's what's causing the problem for you. Otherwise, if you don't think of it as a problem, then that's not really a problem. And another concept that she teaches is that our thinking is all we need to change. It's all we can change, and that is a good news. So we cannot control other people. We cannot control the world. She explains the world, whatever is happening outside, let's say the weather, it shouldn't be raining, it shouldn't be snowing, it shouldn't be whatever the tsunamis that are coming or have occurred. Like Those are not our business. That is universe business. So we can really take it as something that happened versus argue with it that it shouldn't have happened. And we only can really change our own thinking and not our outside world. And that gives us all the power that we have. Another one that she talks about is that we really only do three things in life. We either stand, we sit, or we lie horizontal. Everything else is a story we tell ourselves. So those are the only like actions that we are taking. We are either sitting when we're working or doing other things, or we are laying down, or we are standing. And those are really the only actions that we are taking. And it's a reminder that we should always bring things back to the bare facts, like what really happened. Did the person actually say that, say something that you, or is it something that you are interpreting it as negative? What exactly happened? What are exactly the words could have been interpreted in a different way from what you are thinking? So bringing it down to bare facts. She has a website called theworks.com. It's uh, really good. She has a couple of exercises that you can do on your own. And she has amazing books that she's written as well that are really good and really go over these concepts much more in depth. And I really was thinking about it that how I won't be able to attend and meet her in person this year. But all the amazing lessons that are out there are still out there for us to take advantage of. 
And the same thing when it comes to, you know, if you want to relate it to money, whatever quote unquote mistakes you've made, that's how it was supposed to be. You have the amount of money right now because that's how it's supposed to be. And you can change your future if you decide to take action because we don't really know what the future holds. The future is endless possibilities and we have free will and we can make it into what we want. So I hope that it was good, something that hopefully you can relate to. And I'll be back next week with another episode. Thank you.